throughout the Bible, God has given us a powerful list of those who walked in the spirit of prophecy. I'm sure you probably know most of them. As I began to look at the list of prophets, it was refreshing to know that the gifts of God are not limited to age, nor race, male or female. For we know that John the Baptist was ordained by birth and leaped in the womb of his mother as a confirmation. Jeremiah was called as a child. And women, God did not leave us out. There was Miriam, the sister of Moses and Aaron, Deborah, and Anna the prophetess. We know that the Bible makes reference of Jonah, Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, and so many, many more that the Bible gives us a list of them in the minor prophets and the major prophets. This list is not based on their status or their significance, but rather the size of the books that were written about them. What about today? Do you think you might have the same gift? If so, today is your day. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today we will be starting our final category on the nine gifts of the Spirit, the gift of utterance, part seven, prophecy. Let's wrap. As with every gift we've covered so far, our key scripture is going to be coming from 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verse 1, then verse 4 through 11, I believe. Let's read. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Verse 4. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences in administration, but the same Lord. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another, faith by the same spirit, to another, the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, to another, diverse kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severely as he will. I feel like now would be an excellent time for us to recap before we go any farther. Now, when we take a look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and we just read 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, we started at verse 1, but it's 4 through 11. We know that there are nine distinctive gifts of the Holy Spirit, which were have been grouped into three different categories or three different giftings. We covered the first category, which was the revelation or the revelatory gifts. And the three gifts that fell under the revelatory gifts, uh, the first one that we did cover was the word of wisdom. And that only means to have insight into a situation. The second one we covered was the word of knowledge, to know the truth about a situation. And the third one that we covered that fell under the revelatory gifts was the discerning of spirits, to know, to be able to recognize the atmosphere, the characteristics, whether something be of human or whatever type of spirits are present. We also went on, uh, Elder Walker covered for us um, just on last month, the power gifts. The power gifts is God imparting his own power and ability into man, into us. And we know that underneath the power gifts, uh, the three gifts of the spirit that were listed under the power gifts, gift number four that we covered was faith. And we know that the Bible tells us that we have to have uh, faith in the grain of a mustard seed, faith in God, for we know that we walk by faith and not by sight. 
Um, gift number five that fell up under the power gifts was the gift of healing or healings. And we know that Jesus said, what I have, I give unto you. Also, when we go down to number six, we're looking at the working of miracles. Number six gift of the spirit that we covered under the power gifts was the working of miracles. And Jesus already let us know that we can do what he did. He said, greater works shall we do. Now, today we're beginning our third category. And the third category, again, is the inspirational gifts, or we call them the gifts of utterance. And what that means is the speaking of God's word, his will and his heart, the gift of utterance. The first gift that we're going to be covering today is going to be the gift of prophecy. Um, that is going to be gift number seven, uh, the gift of prophecy. I want to get, begin by talking about the gift of prophecy uh, versus the spirit of prophecy. Uh, there is a gift of prophecy and there is a spirit of prophecy. When we begin to look at the gift of prophecy. So let's take a close examination of the word gift. It is just what it says is it. it is. It's a gift. A gift is something that is freely given. This gift of prophecy is also freely given to us by God. To many believers, he has given us this gift of prophecy. We should be able to operate under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And like with all gifts, you have a choice whether to receive the gift or not. Don't get me wrong. Unlike gifts that we give each other in the natural, this gift that God has given us is already in you from the foundation of the world. But because we have choice and free will, we have the right to decide to use the gift or not. In other words, I have said this this entire series. You must unwrap the gift, reach in the box, and stir up the gift. But it is a gift. Many times I have purchased or made gifts for people and gave it to them out of love just because. It was up to them to receive it or not. There were some people who gladly accepted with joy and immediately began to use the gift. But believe it or not, there were others who said, I can't accept this. Why? Maybe because they were trying to figure out why they were receiving the gift. In other words, what's the catch? Or maybe it didn't look like they expected to look. Or maybe they didn't like the gift that they have been given. Just maybe they wanted a different gift. Maybe they wanted what someone else had been given. All too often in the body of Christ, we do this. God has already given you your specific gift. 1 Corinthians 12 tell us, as he will, he gives every man a gift. So he already knows what will benefit you, but most of all, what will benefit the body of Christ. But yet we look at our gifts and we desire what someone else has. I want to encourage you today with the words from my pastor, Bishop Samuel W. Ellis, it will work if you work it. God would have never given you your specific gift if he thought it wouldn't work. We just have to remember we can do all things through Christ, not through ourselves, but through Christ who strengthened us. Now let's look at the word prophecy. It is a declaration of God's will to his people. It is speaking God's word to the people to bring them encouragement, comfort, or conviction. So that lets us know it's not always going to be what you want to hear. It might not always be a word of encouragement or comfort, but a message of conviction to provoke them, the people of God, to repent. Many times people are all for encouragement. They're all for words of comfort, but don't start preaching or speaking a word of conviction. They tend to turn the deaf ear or say you're being too hard. The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy 2 and 4 to preach the word. Be prepared whether the time be favorable or not. 
patiently correcting, rebuking, encouraging the people with good teaching. So just know if you do have this gift of prophecy, it might not always be received. Also, some prophecy is foretelling, but most is clear speech. Now in the operation of the gift of prophecy in the services, there may be many who have been given the gift of prophecy. God may send many messages at the same time throughout the services, but the one who prophesies must be able to receive the message through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit and step, in by, step up by faith to express it. We'll talk more about that in the interpretations of tongues. Now, if you indeed have the gift of prophecy, again, it is a gift that is given to you to edify, to build up, to encourage and convict. If you have this gift of prophecy, you are indeed acting as a spokesperson from God. He gives you the ability to speak his word, his will, and his heart under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. As a prophet, you will speak in your own language to assure that you are understood by everyone as it is revealed to you the mysteries and the secret in order to encourage the body of Christ to bring hope to God's people. However, it is important to always remember that at no time, at no time at all, should you be speaking of yourselves or should we be speaking from our flesh. It should always be under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Now let's look at the operation under the spirit of prophecy. Revelations, the 19th chapter. We begin to look at that. It lets us know, at this, I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, do not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and with your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. So what is actually being done here or being said? This is an angel of God. As, as the apostle began to speak, um, he began to fall at the feet of the angel and begin to worship the angel. And the angel said unto him, don't do that. Don't worship me. I am a servant just like you and your brethren who hold the testimony of Jesus. I'm just like you guys. Don't worship me. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So when you operate under the spirit of prophecy, you are declaring the testimony of Jesus Christ. He is the spirit of prophecy. Remember, God has given his name above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess the mere name of Jesus. That word Jesus holds weight. There is no power in our name, not at all. Many times, a believer receives a gift of prophecy and he begins to operate in it and then they tend to get the big head, begin to think it's all about them. They begin to think that they're the one doing the work, thus causing them to operate in themselves outside of God, outside of the Holy Spirit and not being led by the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us there is power in the name of Jesus. What does that let me know? That lets me know there's no power in my name. It's not about us. But by that name, we can declare life. The Bible tells us that life and death is in the power of our tongues, but even more so with someone walking under the spirit of prophecy. What does that mean? That whatever you speak or whenever you do anything, given the testimony of Jesus Christ or operating in the spirit of prophecy, you are saying only what the spirit of God has declared unto you to say by his Holy Spirit. 
in our current world, which is filled with darkness all around us. If we just look at these times, it's not hard to get depressed or to just know that Jesus is soon to come. We have a great need at this time in our world for prophecy to point us forward to the testimony of Jesus Christ. Like never before, we have to declare, proclaim that Jesus is alive and well. It is imperative that we understand the difference between the gift of prophecy and walking in the spirit of prophecy. Again, the gift of prophecy is a temporary working of the Holy Spirit into someone's life as he will for a specific purpose. And then when it is finished, it will lie dormant until it's used again versus the spirit of prophecy. It is giving the testimony of Jesus Christ, speaking only what the father is giving you, lifting up his name, lifting up the name of Jesus, because all glory belong to him. All power is in his hand by his work on the cross. Greater works can we do not by our work on the cross, but by what Jesus done and accomplished at the cross. He said, greater works shall we be able to do. Have you ever wondered why sometimes some things that people have spoken over your life have never come to pass? I have. And thank God, most of what they said did not come to pass. And then there was others who spoke over your life and it happened. Walking in the spirit of prophecy holds a different weight. It's a different level. It's a mature level in God and you must speak and walk accordingly. Now, let's just take a quick look at a few signs to see if you might have the gift of prophecy on the inside of your box that you just need to unwrap, stick your hand in, and stir up. Let's see. Number one, you have a deep desire for a relationship with God. In other words, you're not satisfied with a shallow walk or a shallow relationship. Many others can do things and they may be content with that, but you're not content. You love communicating with God. You love hearing from God. He is constantly showing you things in visions and in dreams or in his word. God is showing you things that have already come to pass. You have maybe a journal that you're keeping. You can see where things have already happened that God has spoken into your life. Number two, you are drawing, drawn into the prophetic ministry. In other words, you have a desire, you have a drawing to be around like-minded, gifted people. You have a passion for the prophetic. You desire to see people delivered. You des desire to see lives changed. You desire to be used by God. Number three, you often pray prophetically as the Holy Spirit leads you. When you get into your prayer closet or when you pray, you can feel the presence of the prophetic anointing coming upon your life and you're speaking to God and he's using you and he's declaring and he's showing you things in the spirit realm. You often pray in the prophetic. Number four, you have received confirmation that you hear from God. In other words, you've already spoken into somebody's life and the things that you've told him or her have been confirmed by them. They're letting you know that what you said was right on. What you prophesied was exactly what I was going through. Or what you spoke into my life, it had to be from God because nobody else knew what I was going through. It's already been confirmed to you that you hear from God. Number five, you have helped people through your gift by encouraging, edifying, and comforting them. Remember that this gift that you have 
is for the edification of the body of Christ. It's for encouraging. It's for comforting God's people. It's for building up. I don't know where we got off track at with prophecy and when it became about gloom and doom or prophesying woe unto people all the time. But the gift of prophecy is to encourage, to edify, and comfort the body of Christ. Have your gift been a part of building up the church or the body of Christ? Or have you wreaked havoc in your local church? Or are you always finding yourself at odds with others? Number six, have you found yourself in a place where the word of God was needed? And as the Holy Spirit gave you utterance or inspired you, you acted upon it. If you find that you're a person that's afraid of everything, or you find that you're a person that's easily intimidated by others, or you worry about what people are going to think about you, then this gift might not be your gift. This may not be the gift that God has put in you because you have to set your face as a flint. You cannot worry about what people say. You cannot worry about what people think because your main thing when you um, has to have this gift of prophecy is you are a spokesperson for God himself. He is speaking through you. So when he speaks, you have to be more afraid of God who can destroy both body and soul than you, can, than you are afraid of man. You cannot be afraid of man if this is your gift. And number seven, the last one, you've been through trials in relation to your gift. It has been tried by fire. When you have a gift, it's not going to be easy. The enemy also knows that you have that gift and how important that gift is to the body of Christ. So the main purpose of our enemy is to keep you from knowing who you really are hoping you will never accept your gift, hoping that you'll never unwrap the gift, hoping that you'll never reach your hand in the box and stir up the gift that's inside of you. Most of all, he don't want you to use that gift. So I want you to be encouraged today to know that God has a gift inside of each and every one of us. These gifts are used for the body of Christ, that the body might be edified. Keep in mind, our main purpose for the gift of prophecy is to encourage, to edify, to comfort, to build up the body of Christ. However, I dare not leave here without first warning you. Beware, if you have this gift or you just unwrap this gift but want to use it for your own personal agenda, I want you to know you are misusing the power of what this gift is intended for. If you are declaring and you are speaking on behalf of a holy God and declaring the testimony of Jesus Christ, but instead you're using this gift to control others or for your own financial gain. Ezekiel 13 and 3 says, Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophet who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Verse 8, it says, So this is what the Lord says, Because you prophets spoke things that were false and saw visions that do not come true, I am against you, saith the Lord. Verse 9, I will punish the prophet who sees false visions and prophesies lies. And this is the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord thinks about those who have the gift of prophecy, but they will not rely on the Holy Spirit. They're not willing to come under subjection of the spirit and be led by his spirit, but they're walking in the flesh for their own personal gain. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just love you today. We thank you, Father. We thank you for teaching us about your nine gifts of the Spirit. We thank you how you brought us thus far all the way up 
to number seven, God, how you've given us the gift of prophecy and you've allowed us to be able to understand and recognize the gifts that's in us. God, we thank you for revealing to us that the gift of prophecy is for the building up of your kingdom, for encouragement, edifying the body of Christ, to comfort your people, oh God. We pray today, God, that that gift is inside of us, oh God, that you would help us to stir up the gift, God, and begin to use it for your honor and your glory, that we will speak life into people, oh Father, that their lives might be changed and transformed under the power and the anointing of your Holy Spirit, oh God, that we would declare the testimony of Jesus Christ and get, begin to walk like never before in the spirit of prophecy, oh Father. Lord, Lord, we love you today. We thank you for all things, God. We realize, God, we are nothing without you, but it is because of what Jesus done on the cross for us that we might have the right to the tree of life. God, we pray right now that you will search our heart and our souls. If there is any sin in us, move it out of the way. Create us a clean heart, renew a right spirit, oh God. God, restore unto us the joy of your salvation, oh Father, that we might worship you, God, that we might acknowledge you at all times, oh Father. We thank you because you said the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. We declare today, God, our steps are ordered by you. God, we pray that you would just continue to be with your people, continue to touch their minds, continue to open up their spiritual ears that they may hear you, their spiritual eyes that they might see you, their spiritual hearts that they might receive your word. And Lord, we just bless your holy name today. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We do thank each and every one has taken the time to follow this series on the nine gifts of the spirit. We want you to stay with us as we come back on next week and we continue with our nine gifts of the spirit. We do want to encourage those who listen to us on the podcast that may not be following us on Facebook to please go to our Facebook page and follow us at Yasha, Y-A-S-H-A Ministry Walker on Facebook. There are times when we do give away gifts and we give away prizes. We do drawings. So we want you guys to be a part of everything that we have to offer as a way of just saying thank you for supporting, for listening, for sharing, for encouraging others to follow this podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And God bless you. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until the next time, have a blessed day.